0: For thousands of years, the few have used knowledge as power to control the many and profit from their ignorance. Over hundreds of generations, the masses have outsourced their thinking and unquestioningly consumed products of deception. Today, as a result, the non-elected rulers continue to persuade us to adopt their limited perspectives. This series resurrects your curiosity and broadens your awareness, so you can learn how to read between the lies. This is what you've been missing.
1: Have you ever felt like There might be something you were missing. Like something that really could have helped this whole time, you know? Well, I want to talk to you today a little bit about the seven liberal arts, the classical liberal arts, just a little bit. And you've, you've heard us talking about this a little bit over the past couple of episodes of the podcast the trivium and the quadrivium. These are the seven liberal arts. Now, when a person would become a free person back in ancient days, they would have to learn the trivium and the quadrivium before they could be considered free. And once they were free, then they were allowed to study philosophy and metaphysics and all the cool stuff that we like to talk about here as blue collar mystics. Now, don't miss the blue-collar part of this, because the tools are what you've been missing. Nothing else. These tools are really innate in us. It's just that we need to be able to learn to pick them out and use them so that we can interact with ourselves and our environment and have a little bit of a meter for detecting bullshit. Okay? I want to specifically focus on the Trivium today as simple as this idea sounds okay there's three parts to the trivium: grammar logic and rhetoric grammar are the pieces the legos logic that's putting them all together and then rhetoric is the display and we're very caught up in rhetoric we are exposed to rhetoric constantly. Rhetoric is propaganda. Rhetoric is poetry. Rhetoric is uh, comedy, drama. That's all rhetoric or speech or persuasion, really. Okay. Now, if we don't have the tools of grammar and logic, if we don't know what all the pieces to the puzzle are, And if we can't personally put those things together, then rhetoric can easily be used against us in order to convince us of something because we don't have the right information and we haven't categorized it properly. But if we have the right information, we categorize it properly, then rhetoric can't be used against us because we can easily detect that shit. It's easy. We have tools and they're innate. They're really native within us. So I have a couple of clips that I just want you guys to check out. I know these ideas sound basic on the surface, but I promise you, you could study the Trivium your entire life. And the Quadrivium is something that there's only probably a handful of people I know in my personal life who could really demonstrate uh, a true mastery of, of that stuff, so. It's all contributing, yeah, you know, we should have had these tools and we didn't get them at a young age. But it doesn't mean we can't use them now. It doesn't mean we can't begin to put these ideas into practice and use these techniques and tools in order to put ourselves in a much better position. As spiritual people just because it resonates doesn't mean it's true okay that's what that's the power of rhetoric that's the power of persuasion it's the power of funny you know if someone has the better argument then it seems like they have the better argument in that moment but the truth is if it's an argument based on bad logic or There's not enough pieces Legos, logos, grammar Vocabulary words Then The argument's not sound So many people are off base If you want to be based The Trivium's for you So Without any further ado Let's get into it, shall we
2: What is the Trivium Method? The Trivium Method is a methodology of learning how to learn and learning how to think, much like other methodologies such as the scientific method. Trivium means three paths or ways, or the place where three roads meet. The Three Paths of the Trivium. Three paths meet to become the Trivium Method that accurately models how we think and learn. The three paths. Can be described through different models of three. The classical trivium model is general grammar, formal logic, and classical rhetoric. This can also be represented as knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, input, processing, and output, or ontology, epistemology, and ethics. The positions in each model refer to the same aspect of the Trinity. Such that the trivia method can be looked at as following these three steps, each having word symbols that represent what is happening. The first part is grammar, input, knowledge, or ontology. The second part is logic, processing, understanding, or epistemology. And the third and final part is rhetoric, output, wisdom, or ethics.
1: Okay, I gotta jump in right here just before I fall asleep. And uh, just kind of clarify just really quick you know and like again i know this sounds basic i know it sounds simple but these three building blocks are literally the way that we are designed to learn to understand things to understand things about ourselves and uh we did not get these tools in school and i don't want to harp on this because i don't want people to feel like victimized or like they got cheated or stolen from or any of that, but um, but these these tools uh, and once we kind of contextualize them and understand exactly what learning is and, and how to learn can be so beneficial. And I, I just can't I can't emphasize them enough. Um, and in order to just kind of demonstrate what I mean, um, and again, it's not about being victimized or any of that, but. If you are a product of the public school system like myself and many others, I want you to understand that we all missed some, something that could have been incredibly valuable in this idea of the liberal arts. Uh, and we'll go into that a little bit later, but I want you to hear just a little excerpt from this valedictorian speech. It's chock full of wisdom and um, I hope it, I hope it's inspiring to you. This is Erica Goldson, and unlike the valedictorian of your high school class, she's got something to say, which I think you should hear. Hey, this is Erica Goldson. No, no, I just said that. Play the part where she proves that she's outgrown her provisional self-esteem.
0: I have no clue about what I wanna do with my life. I have no interest because I saw every subject as a study as work, and I excelled at every subject just for the purpose of excelling and not learning. And quite frankly, I'm very scared. John Tellergato, Gatto, a retired school teacher and activist, critical, compulsory schooling, <laughs> asserts, we could encourage the best qualities of youthfulness, curiosity, adventure, resilience, the capacity for surprising insight simply by being more flexible about time, texts, and tests, by introducing kids into truly competent adults and by giving each student what autonomy he or she needs in order to take a risk every now and then. But we don't do that. Between these cinder-block walls, we are all expected to be the same. We are trained to ace every standardized test and those who deviate and see light through a different lens are worthless to the scheme of public education and therefore viewed with contempt. H.L. Mencken wrote in the American Mercury for April 1924 that the aim of public education is not to fill the young of this species with knowledge and awaken their intelligence. Nothing could be further from the truth. The aim is simply to reduce as many individuals as possible to the same safe level, to breed and train a standardized citizenry, to put down dissent and originality. That is the aim in the United States. To illustrate this idea, doesn't it perturb you to learn about the idea of critical thinking? Is there really such a thing as uncritically thinking? To think is to process information in order to form an opinion. But if we are not critical when processing this information, are we really thinking? Or are we mindlessly accepting other opinions as truth? I must retrain myself and constantly remember how insane this ostensibly sane place really is. And now here I am in a world guided by fear, a world suppressing the uniqueness that lies inside each of us, a world where we can either acquiesce to the inhuman nonsense of corporatism and materialism or insist on change. We are not enlivened by an educational system that clandestinely sets us up for jobs that could be automated, for work that need not be done, for enslavement, enslavement without fervency for meaningful achievement, We have no choices in life when money is our motivational force. Our motivational force ought to be passion. But this is lost from the moment we step into a system that trains us rather than inspires us. We are more than robotic bookshelves conditioned to blurt out facts we were taught in school. We are all very special. Every human on this planet is very special. So aren't we all deserving of something better? of using our minds for innovation rather than memorization, for creativity rather than futile activity, for rumination rather than stagnation. We are not here to get a degree to then get a job so we can consume industry-approved plication after plication. There is more and more still. The saddest part is that the majority of students don't have the opportunity to reflect as I did. The majority of students are put through the same brainwashing techniques in order to create a complacent labor force working in the interests of large corporations and secretive government. And worst of all, they are completely unaware of it. I will never be able to turn back these 18 years. I can't run away to another country with a different education system, perhaps meant to enlighten rather than condition. This part of my life is over and I want to make sure that no other child will have his or her potential suppressed by power is meant to exploit and
1: control. So every single time we are able to decipher fact from fiction and not be intimidated, manipulated, um, bamboozled um, and what have you. the more we keep our power, our internal power. Each and every single one of us is here for a reason. Not for no reason, for a reason. Okay? And understanding a simple idea like the trivium can be so very helpful. And the other liberal arts too, right? Like once we understand the trivium, we can decipher truth. And see, this is where basically we're at. Like, You can show me most 40-year-old person, okay? A 40-year-old person probably, I'd say, nine times out of ten, doesn't have the ability to decipher and critically think with their own mind or even say, look, well, you know what? I'm not sure I'm being presented with all all the facts here. I'm not sure I have all the pieces of this puzzle. That's the grammar part, the input. And then maybe say, well, you know what? There's some pretty blatant contradictions here. There are some ideas that I was under the impression of a second ago. And you just did a Yui and said something completely opposite of what the last thing you said. That logic doesn't line up, right? And we can go super deep into logic too. Each one of these is a subject all its own. And then finally rhetoric, right? Which we all really approve of and sort of glorify if I'm being honest, like, Oh, there's such a good speaker. Or that was such a great show. Like that's really where most of us are. We're living in this world where we'll watch a show. We'll hear a story. And I think that that's so powerful. I really think stories so powerful because these ideas are embedded in that story, right? The grammar and the logic, that's what's in the story, in the in the in the rhetoric. That's what's being conveyed. This idea, these pieces, and they're being embedded in our psyche. And they're there they are, right? So if we have the tools to deconstruct what we're being told, in a narrative sense, as a metaphor, on the news, by a friend, by some, you know, uh, person trying to sell you something, whatever. Then we have the ability to judge for ourselves, right? Which gives us a lot more range, a lot more responsibility and ability to really... Choose properly, right? Like, we all get to choose. We're creating our reality. But in order to create something, it's kind of important to know what you need to create, what the context is, right? As well as what other people are creating. Because everyone has an agenda. Everyone, everyone, every single person. As soon as you jump in a group, it's like, oh, fuck. Not that there's anything wrong with the group, but does that group? encourage autonomous behavior and thinking <laughs> most don't. And um, if we have these tools, then we can think our way out. We can spot a lie and we can really actively divert a lot of pain and, and, and trauma. <laughs> Ultimately <laughs> that's less, you got to pay the therapist, but I really wanted to introduce these concepts and I've got one more little clip here on the trivium that I'm going to play for you and I want you to just hear this and I'll come back and we'll be out of here. Okay. It's, it's just a short one, but I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your patience. I really appreciate you listening. And I really want you to go and look in the stuff in depth. Seriously take some time and look at it. If you haven't, I'll do the same.
3: The Trivium is a Latin term meaning literally three ways. The Trivium is composed of grammar, logic, and rhetoric. However, when I say grammar, I don't just mean syntax or spelling. I mean something much broader. Grammar is meant to cover the whole range of how we interact with symbols. We will go into much greater detail in a later video. Grammar is concerned with things as they are symbolized logic is the art of thinking it is concerned with things as they are known rhetoric is the art of communication and is concerned with how things are best communicated each of these arts interact with each other but rhetoric combines them in a special way and requires mastery of both grammar and logic together to work relatedly there is also the quadrivium which means unsurprisingly four ways the quadrivium is composed of arithmetic music, geometry, and astronomy. However, again, arithmetic is knowledge of numbers in general, including algebra, equations, etc. Geometry, or figure, is number applied to space, including analytic geometry and trigonometry. Music is much more than just music as you might think of it, but it is basically all discrete or continuous change. It is number applied to time, such as calculus, differential equations, and some of chemistry. Astronomy was the study of motion, or number applied to time and space. It is much of physics. As you can imagine, this classification can either branch to all fields of knowledge or serve as the foundation for them. These seven arts of the trivium
1: and quadrivium are the liberal arts. Liberal meaning free. Liberal means free. Liberal arts. Free arts. And as you just heard in there... This is about relating to ourselves and our environment and about seeing the connections and the oneness that we are, that we share with all, everything, that oneness, the connections, instead of chopping subjects up and dinging a bell and forcing us to go from reading to science to art and to math, but not seeing the connections between those things. What we're after here is a holistic understanding of who we really are at a deep level. And that's what these liberal arts can provide. So at risk of beating a dead horse here, um, I do encourage you to go and check out this idea. And, you know, we're putting this stuff up now here so that it's referential and it's something that we have been emphasizing from the get-go because the whole game really requires self-knowledge. But if you don't know how to learn, you'll never understand who you are, what your power is, and what you're here to do and how you can do it. Because these particular... Tools will give you the ability to literally learn anything that you need to learn. By learning the trivium, specifically, even, yeah, beyond, just the trivium alone is a way for you to understand what learning is, how to learn, and how to think, not what to think. Not being tricked, trapped, or stuck because of someone's fancy ability to persuade you. Get the facts. Arrange them so that they make sense and there's congruence between them. And then display that. That's the art of learning. And once we can have a firm grasp on knowledge that's when we can actually really start to have fun with the idea of reality and go into these deeper mystical concepts so have a wonderful day thanks so much for being a listener hey if you got a second do us a favor rate the show rate it Talk about how awesome it is. Or not awesome. We'll take critiques as well. Certainly prefer a good review. Uh, But review the show. Rate the show. Tell your friends. We're Blue Collar Mystics. You're a Blue Collar Mystic. We're all Blue Collar Mystics. Here. Figuring this shit out. Together. As friends. Check out our website. Bluecollarmystics.org We are working on an offer right now that's going to be pretty exciting so stay tuned subscribe to the show rate the show rate it review the show tell your friends share the show share it share it on social media if you got social media that'd be great and uh, also stay tuned for uh, dates and stuff we're going to be doing some cool stuff this summer so thank you so much have a wonderful day or night, or afternoon, or morning. Whenever this finds you, have a lovely day. Love is all there is.
2: Peace.